to see for yourselves one of the most amazing events. When is this great experiment for me? Impervious to heat, impossible to move. Is it human or inhuman? Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It's time for the Beaky Drummy Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Hello and welcome to the Geeky Brummy Podcast. Hi back. Had a week away. Ugh. With me this week, Mr. Guy Halford. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Mr. Lee Price. Yay. Mr. Callandanes. Hello, Ryan. What's up? And I've sacked Keith and Phil. No, I haven't. They're having a week off. <laughs> They actually did a really good hosting job. But. Phil seems to be away with around naked in a pink rubber ring. He, he's, in <laughs> he's in Lanzathotti. My entire Instagram storyline has been Phil in his underpants for yeah, the last few days. little to the imagination, thanks, Phil. Um, <laughs> in his tighty whities If you got it, flaunt it. They were full-on budgie smugglers he was where he was. Mm-hmm. I wish you took Keith. Yes. Anyway, how are we all? Lee, what have you been up to this week? Uh, this week I have um, begun my Christmas shopping. I'm done. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> You've done all your Christmas shopping? Uh, You've begun be... it? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, That's alright. Yeah. Um, mostly because I've got a friend who lives out in America and I always get we always get stuff for each other and Viv's got family in America as well. Yeah. Shipping is a pain in the exactly. Ass. So that's there was like at least one occasion where I sent something and it took about two months to get there for no apparent reason, and then another time it took three days. <laughs> so I can never rely on it. So I'm like, if I do the shopping now and send it, it might get there in time for Christmas. I think there's like a twenty p difference between the plane and the ship. Yes. And if you like, don't pay that twenty p. They're like mm-hmm. four months for you. Well, I think like when it took like two or three months it was like I paid one of the higher rates and I think when it took three days I thought I was like I'm just going to pay the basic one just in case and then it got there three days later and I'm like well I'm, I might as well just do the cheap one from now on um, maybe it was like um, Castaway maybe the plane went down <laughs> and like Tom Hanks is there holding onto your package for the three month period he finally gets back to America and is like I've delivered the package I should have asked my friend if there was a face drawn on the package then <laughs> your friend's name Wilson (laughs) no I do hate Christmas shopping it is like Mm. the most pointless activity because you're buying all the cool stuff that you want for yourself and then giving it away at the end yeah because Mm, hang on Ryan no you buy the cool stuff you want and then you still get to use it somehow like (laughs) like my nephew's got a Lego set off me for Christmas so you're going to be building it for him then like Hi, nephew, would you like to make this for me on Christmas Day? He'll get bored after five minutes. I'll make the rest of it. Job done. I'm happy on Christmas Day. <laughs> or you just buy them nice stuff because you like to see the happy, appreciating fa- look on their faces. No, no, Shot no, 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 no. Because you're a decent human <laughs> As soon as you get past 24, 25. No, because you know you're getting socks or underpants <laughs> or the latest Lynx body spray set in I, return. Mm-hmm. I like getting socks and underpants. That's because you're convenient. Obviously... Yeah, well, we know what you use socks for, so... Socks, underpants, and slippers <laughs> are, like, the best Christmas. I um I was talking to my colleagues at work today and uh, I'm I'm quite clear and abrupt about what I want for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I actually just actively turn around. I want this, this, and this. If I don't get it, then I'm not happy. There will be I'm hell not, to pay. I'm, I'm like Veruca Salt. It's like I want it and I want it now. And if I don't get it, there will be tears at Christmas, and you <laughs> won't like the reaction. And if you try and put me down a garbage chute, then we're gonna have hell to pay. <laughs> 
But uh, my main experience with uh, Christmas shopping is trying to find cards was the nightmare. Because, Again, uh, pointless. Yeah, yeah no. don't write Christmas cards. But for it's, this, it's just like here's a square of cardboard. Yeah. Thank you for my other square but of for cardboard. For this year, all the cards are worse than usual. And it's you have to feel like you have to buy charity cards as well. Get mm. one with a just, dog on it. Always yeah. works. Yeah. Have to buy charity cards just for the smug level of oh, every time I buy you a card, ten p goes to charity. Yeah. Cards were only good in school because you'd write everybody a card. One to feel slightly popular, and two so you could write a little bit something special for that girl that you fancied, and it wouldn't seem weird because you were giving everybody else a card as well. And you get to give her that card as well. Oh, you just... know what was weird? Valentine's cards in primary school. I've done that. Our school had that, and it was like, no, this is not a good idea. Do not repeat it ever again. <laughs> I never did cards at school. Like, I never sent Christmas cards. Never sent like, like, Hang on, let's cards. let's refine that story. People did cards at Callan's school, but they didn't give him a Christmas <laughs> card. Let's uh, let's get that correct. That is the accurate version of events. I kind of walked into that one to be fair. Like, <laughs> yeah, I you did. Just... I'll get you a Christmas card. I, I do find that the most pointless things in the world. I understand that elderly people, that like my nan and people mm-hmm. like that, always expect a card. Mm-hmm. But for anybody of our generation and under, it's like, here's an email, but in paper form, yeah. with a picture on it. Mm-hmm. I could just send you a picture of a dog. Would you prefer this? <laughs> well, I, I dropped a Royal Sun stuff up today, because I went out with my family yesterday. And uh, to, to my dad, I was like, oh, someone's, uh, someone's your anniversary. And he was like, tomorrow. And I was like... <laughs> Right, okay. That's <laughs> put card and postal lunchtime today for this class. <laughs> See, now they're going to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should have not mentioned it. And it's like, postman was really late with my mom and dad's anniversary. You should have just dropped it through their door. I'm not getting a train all the way to drop an anniversary card, man. It's oh, I see. Oh, okay. anyway. Okay. I took on the worst card as well. You could have sent it by Callan Deliveries. He's got a push bike. No, true. <laughs> <laughs> To live a fool. <laughs> so, so am I the only person here that actually prefers cards to presents? What, what, is, what is that mindset? Is that because they have money in them usually? No, because... Like, I mean, that's generally why I would prefer to get cards yes. to presents. If I had money in them, I would prefer a card Yeah, my extended money. family have a tendency to just buy me a card with a gift card. And I'm just like, that's better than oh. getting me actual presents. Because a lot of the yeah. time, they don't seem to know what I want. Yeah, it's like don't buy me something I'm not going to use. My yeah. in-laws have it perfect. My my, I've mentioned this many times before. My wife is Chinese. I have Chinese in-laws. Red envelopes. That's all you mm-hmm. get at Christmas. It's awesome. You get a red envelope, and you know there's going to be cash in there, mm-hmm. and you can buy what you want with it. I mean, for me, a card's got to be attached to a gift, like stuck on with something tape to a gift that I have told you that <laughs> I want. One of one of my uh, in-laws families once did a we bought all the presents so you just need to pass the cash of which present you want to reallocate back to myself <laughs> that's amazing that's, <laughs> that's something that's, I can imagine you doing that's so. great <laughs> no I'm genuinely a really good gift buyer I'm like I'm well ahead of the game sorted on my presents out as you can see there's a lovely Jodie Whittaker Doctor Who statue in the corner room that I've bought for my nephew because I'm going to trick him and make him think that the Doctor's actually female and then watch his mind get blown when he was like oh my god it was a male before and naturally my four year old nephew doesn't talk like that but uh <laughs> You know, maybe one day he might. Aww. So I'm worried he's going to swallow the sonic screwdriver, though. To be honest with you, that's that's very small. <laughs> I hate that how you old is your four, and it says five plus on the box. So Ooh. I mean, let's face it, it's me that's going to be playing with it. You're going to get, get the police fine. knocking at your door, guys. You're going to get that sonic screwdriver stuck up your nose within three minutes of opening <laughs> the box. Tell the truth. Come on. I mean, do we think it looks like Jody? I think it's a decent-ish representation. Yeah, I think it's better than the Barbie one. Yes. Yeah. I like the Barbie one, to be fair. Mm. <laughs> of course you do. Has she got, like, she's got, like, black roots, though. Does she have black roots in the series? Yes. I don't know. I think she does, yeah. 
Well, as an intergalactic time lord, you've got no excuse for not getting your roots done. You mm-hmm. can get them done whenever. That's, that's fair enough, yeah. So. That's an idea, actually. Could they just regenerate their hair colour? So, like, if you decided you didn't like your hair colour, just, like, regenerate that part of well, yourself. Well, no, because no, if he could do that, he would have changed himself to ginger, or him or her to ginger, wouldn't he? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah, they would so, change yeah. himself to Jerry Hallowell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine the Jerry Hallowell Doctor Who? Jerry Horn in that right, one, one time I'd love them to just do a thing of like the doctor regenerates doesn't like the way they look and then just immediately regenerates again oh, no because that involved them like killing themselves yeah yeah. Uh, I really don't like this body bang <laughs> that's not going to traumatise that one's not children. working for me either <laughs> like, let's, let's just get this right <laughs> it's not like going into the fallout person crate and hitting <laughs> randomise every fight <laughs> <laughs> That would what be an we... interesting feature for the TARDIS, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, like, it's like, like one of those old flash games where you like change the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like Cher's like, thing in a water and then in Clueless where she's choosing her outfit for like, a yeah. day and she's like, I'll have that face, I'll have those legs, those arms. Eccleston ears. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine what, like, if you like combined all the 12 images of the Doctor together, what they'd look like? Callan Danes. <laughs> no, we know he looks like a Ken doll today. Does he just come with accessories? <laughs> Shall we move on to this before? We yeah, get I mean, this was a this was a sad state. Of so, like, when we were sat in the lobby uh, waiting for Callan to arrive, this this what I could just best describe as a chav approach or something. Ready to go? I was I was worried at first. I was like, better hold on to my wallet here. I was expecting a pat down and a mugging. To yeah, I thought I was going to get murked. To be honest with you, <laughs> I, thought, it, I thought your exact term was E seventeen reject. Yeah, he was like he looked like he'd like you know been eating too many baked potatoes and fried. Brian Harvey's adopted child. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. He's Brian Harvey. He was in that like nineties band, wasn't he? Like, what nineties? What nineties band? Blue. Oh my god, we've just literally yeah, been talking we've literally about the band. Oh, E17, E17. Oh god. Yeah, but like nobody remembers E17. Like, we all do. do. <laughs> Can you name an E17 song? Um, they wait, did, a, chil- they like... did a children in need song, which was a big one. Wasn't there one? Oh wait, no, I think that's the wrong band. Something like Crossroads, Crossroads. That's Bone Fugs and Harmony. Once, <laughs> and then later covered by Blazing Squad. <laughs> Oh, that's who I was... Yeah, no. Who you clearly look like a member of today. <laughs> Jesus, Callan. They did Stay Another Day, famous Christmas song, House of Love, D. Yes. I don't know any of these. I don't only know, know Stay Another Day. That's literally the only one I remember. I, I that's your homie for the week, E17. <laughs> my my favourite video of all time, that is in the gigantic coats with them just bouncing <laughs> oh, around. amazing. <laughs> it's like a ballad, wasn't it? And it's like you've got three hard men from the East London... In giant big fluffy coats, which I imagine Guy would really love to own. A big white panda Definitely. coat. Definitely. just go, stay another day. I love that with Wait, the... are they like the fur, furry yes. ones? Yeah. But they, oh, were, they... they were like massively oversized. Oh, and... they sound cool. Yeah, it was like, like having a Ken cool. doll in a normal size coat. They were that big. <laughs> What's the... You know that Kanye video? Yeah. Where he's What's like the video? Over... What's the video? Stay another, stay another day. day. So they... They were a great band, though. Like some of those hits, like "House of Love." That is like that is a full-on. If you ask me, that's rave. That is definitely a rave tune. I have an E seventeen story for you all. This is uh, about ooh ten years ago now. My old flatmate and one of my best friends. We went away to one of these Butlins nineties weekends. Cool yeah. holiday, mainly because it was like just an excuse to get drunk and listen to terrible music. So we had five there. He's lying. He's lying. <laughs> we had five there, of which four turned up. 
We had M people. 7654321. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that a lyric? It yeah. was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was kind of like awkward when they got to that bit. It was like, <laughs> 4321. <laughs> we had M people there. And oh, it, God. Oh boy. We're going to do to make you feel proud. <laughs> Andy 17. I mean... But he's seventeen. The headliner here. No, Chesney Hawks was the headliner. Wow, wow, wow! <laughs> and he was the best gig of the entire weekend. Was he the one and only? Right? He was the one and only. <laughs> he got all, he his brothers now his drummer. Wow! And he was like trying to promote his brother's Instagram feed, like get his followers <laughs> up there. <laughs> but so anyway, so E seventeen were there. All of E seventeen. All all three of them turned up. Was That's it four? four. Was, was it four? There was, there was right. There was Brian Harvey, Potato Eater. There was, there was Tony. Was, there was Tony Moore. Who was the, who was the only one with hair? There was that bold one who had a cross earring, and then there was uh, there was the other one that kind of looked like Brian the, Harvey, but wasn't quite Brian the Harvey. Fake Dappy. Yeah, John, John Hendy and Blair. Drevelman? Yeah, them, them guys. Yeah, yes. them, them mm. pair. That's well, like, that's like, like, like. oh yeah, so like the Spice Girls with Victoria, Emma, Jerry, uh, Mal, and who's the other one? Mal B? Oh, was it? Was it Mal C? <laughs> anyway, so they were on stage and they got bottled at a Butlins <laughs> in Wales. This must be the lowest point of their career because Brian Harvey's told us all to fuck off and then stormed <laughs> off stage after being bottled. Classic. <laughs> So we've diverted here back from like what we're talking about. Callan, who has shown up wearing a baseball cap that says what? Supreme. 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 I don't like to fit. I know now. Philellas is thinking like, is that an American Horror Story reference? <laughs> um, I think it's like proper wear for those like Intuit people. Right. Like, okay. You see lots of Chinese students wearing Supreme. Because it's it's, it's one of those like street sort of. Here we go. Casual brands yeah. of like, but Solid. it's like it's, if you know, you know, sort of thing. Oh, Callum, you, and if you know, you know. It's like Callan thinking he's, he's cool enough to be on the Pengus Munch. That's the kind of wear that <laughs> oh, Callan's nice. I love that show, Peng Life. Uh, he is wearing a. I mean, to me, this. Do you want looks, me to talk you through the outfit? This looks I know where like, No, I'm from. talking through the outfit because you were going to try and justify it. Um, he's wearing quite clearly what a jacket that his dad wore to the disco in the 70s. Basically, it's a nice bomber he's just jacket. Basic, that's yeah, basic. It's a nice, it's a nice um, Zara men's bomber jacket, um, which is just a sort of like dull grey. Yeah, dull is a good word. <laughs> it's yeah. just casual, yeah. And he's got um, he's got a pair of jeans on. That's fine. He's got his standard farmer boots on. Actually, and, talk- and he's wearing a meme T-shirt as well. Let's talk about back. the T-shirt because I'd say it's amazing. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm wearing I'm wearing a T-shirt that says "That's amazing" in like a blue and green font. Um, we can literally confirm the outfit is not amazing. Well, it's, the, it's quite positive. It's, okay. it's amazing that he thought walking out the house wearing that was sensible. It's like, um, you know when like like the BBC do a sitcom, they're like, we need like a, a character who kind of looks a bit straight rise, who's going to terrorise people. <laughs> do you know what he looks like? He looks like the guys from People Just Do Nothing, which is obviously a parody of street culture. Oh my God. He looks like a BBC Three host. Yes. <laughs> Stacey Dooley investigates Cal and Dane's outfit. Oh. Uh, I think I had it nailed earlier when I said outside Nathan Barley. Yeah, definitely Nathan Barley. Mm-hmm. Who is Nathan Barley? Uh, just a, a what you have become. <laughs> like we watched a show when you were a fetus, <laughs> which basically explained that one day hipsters will rule the world, mm-hmm. and all the prophecies in it came true. And yes. this is a, a, another fine example of it how Charlie Brooker a... wrote the future. Wasn't it a freemium magazine based in London, which was full of hipsters? Sugar Eight. Yes. How is this hipster though? This is not hipster. This no, is just it's bad hipster, which is the point of the show. It was people who think they're cool. I mean, mm-hmm. as what you're still wearing the jacket indoors. What's that about? I mean, 
At it's least cold in here. At least he's taken the cap off. The cap. I mean, I, I had to take the cap off to put the headphones on. Otherwise, I'd have to wear the. I'll make it worse for you if I put the hat on. But nothing can make it worse. If I put for the us. hat on and then I wear my headphones over the top of the hat, and now so you I look, look like you're walking down to the shops and you <laughs> think you're cool on your skateboard. You know what he looks like. You know, like when like your granddad wears a baseball cap because it's too hot outside. <laughs> he looks like that, like a granddad cap. Like oh, I bought this cap with like like a logo of it or something. Like Poochie the dog is in the studio. Uh, mm. I just feel like I'm. Um, if anybody ever. I think you're way too old for this, but if any of you ever listen to Radio 1 or stumble on it by mistake, there's this thing in the evenings called Fire in the Booth. (laughs) And there's like, and they bring in like a bunch of like wannabe rappers. Fire in the Booth. Yeah, there's a bunch of like wannabe rappers just come in like freestyle in a booth and they all like for some reason wear hats and have headphones on We know you can't freestyle because we proved that two weeks ago when (laughs) we asked you to put a rap together after backing up, what was it, the mansion or... Uh, yeah, like something like that. Something yeah. like that. The manner. That's the manner. The manner. And all you Shout did on the stage manner. was just go. Whoop, and <laughs> whoop, whoop, I ate your food. Whoop whoop. <laughs> You've got no food. Whoop whoop. I stole I'm your beer. <laughs> whoop whoop. It's going down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Callan, like, and then you sat outside thinking that you were some kind of like paper gangster, bad boy porn star. With your feet on the chair with your phone in your face, like, like. <laughs> It's expe- just like expected, like someone to walk past you, you just look at them and go, "What?" Like that of them, Kevin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Kevin. It's just a comfortable way to sit, though. Like you just it's, sit with your like. You're gonna, you'll get a spine. You know, when you're like older, like us, and we've all got bad backs, man. You'll be like, "Oh, we shouldn't sat like a prat." On when the you, when you have to make noise to get out of furniture, yeah. you're gonna regret that sitting like that. Callan, Callan, Callan. We anyway. were like, let's, we were like, let's be a bit h- less harsh to Callan this week because we gave him a lot of rubbish last week about the Freddie Mercury thing. We got he got it hard yes. last week, mm-hmm. but then you came up looking like like this. I mean, mm-hmm. you you excelled yourself. Did you not think when you three clothes closed together in the dark this morning that you might come in for a little bit of? I, to be honest, I don't quite, I don't ever think about it because it, it's like whatever I wear, you guys will like find some way to I mean, roast it, it because like you're old, old and you have no sense of style. <laughs> so like whatever I wear, you guys will roast because you have no like taste like that. I, I mean, just thank your lucky stars that Philip Ellis isn't here. That's all I'm saying. See, I reckon Philip uh, Philip Ellis would have sort of. He wouldn't have rated the outfit, but he wouldn't no, have, he like, certainly you know, would not. Yeah, as hard as you guys. I mean, I can't speak for Philip Ellis, but I know he probably Phil- would Phil Ellis no. in his underpants in Lanzarote at the moment would still probably say he's wearing more stylish clothing than you are right now. <laughs> oh, Callum. So what have you done this week? Of, of a bit. Stop stealing my job. I go away for one week. I know, Stop yeah. stealing my job. Everybody did a better job last week than you are. Callum, uh, Other than buying a new outfit... <laughs> To try and impress us. <laughs> Other than going through Zara Man's clearance section. <laughs> anyway, anyway, right. Um, to be honest, this week has been sort of meh. Because I kind of... I is that, is that hipster talk? Like, like, meh. It's been meh. It's, it's been, not it's like, hipster it's not talk because like, that was from The Simpsons in 92 or something yeah. like that. I mean, to be honest with you, Cal, I was really hoping your week would be amazing, <laughs> as your t-shirt says. Uh, no, it wasn't amazing because I had a damp leak, and I have a soaked. I have... <laughs> <laughs> in that house, or do I need to pee? So does that explain? So does that explain the outfit? Because you had nothing else left. <laughs> I recommend Depends Ten Men. <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase that. 
<laughs> oh god, he's not going through that stage, is he, in the morning? Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> We'll have to get some plastic sheets. <laughs> some water <laughs> leaked into my apartment, causing like my, my like a good portion of my floor to get completely soaked. Like this is not the, this is not the accurate story here, is it? So how how did the leak happen? Was it upstairs? Letting uh, the bath run over? We we reckon it was upstairs. So it was because I I spoke to the building manager. Yes, the same building. Is this the Jostic guy? Yeah, it's the Jostic guy. <laughs> Spoke to Jostic. I can guy. imagine it. Callan comes up, my floor's wet, and the guy's just like, what, oh, "What's no. happened this time?" <laughs> so I spoke, I spoke to um, Jostic man. Um, How did you present it to? Him? So I'm, I'm, I'm just doing my stuff. Like, okay, well, do my building maintenance. Well, Come in. That's not how it works because I have to go to like the actual like people that manage it in the office. So I this to... is how it's working in this situation. Okay. So you've knocked my little office door. Come in. Right. So um, yeah, no, I've got a leak in my apartment. Like, well, I didn't say I've got a leak. I said my floor in my apartment's flooded. Okay, like it's soaked. Well, that can't be area. true because carpet isn't made out of water. <laughs> it's he was trying to navigate around his bedroom. That's what it was. <laughs> Like Cal was just chucking water around the house, like right staircase, living room. <laughs> no, so it got like it got soaked, okay, and we don't know what the cause of the water was because it's quite close to my fridge. Because my what fridge kind in my of room. dirty parties have you been having? <laughs> so, anyway, so I I was thinking like it's my fridge, and I was like determining short, like okay, maybe it's my it must be my fridge. My fridge must be leaking. It must That's be broken. Impossible. Couldn't happen. It's best fridge, best fridge in the whole university campus. Well, you're right. It wasn't the fridge. It wasn't the fridge at all. We I knew it. I knew it. I got brains, mate. You got brains. We, it, we reckon it was leaking from the apartment above. Okay. What have so they been up to? It was oh, coming down the above. walls. It was coming down the Dirty walls. Dirty gets. And <laughs> soaking my floor. Like, it would clearly, like, drip down when I wasn't paying attention. And I'd, like, soak my floor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hang on, like, I, I, need to, I need to take myself out and to me. Do you, when you're not paying attention yeah. to the wall how often do you spend For, time watching the wall was it like three months worth of water here he's like he's like I mean it builds up so yeah. we've been in his room every day like no it's alright it's not too bad is it like the shape of water where they flood the flats <laughs> and then he gets in and he's like do you know what this is getting above head level this is getting too much I just like the concept of like a leak that will stop when you start paying attention to it <laughs> I, uh, uh, I'm just yeah. sitting here watching the walls <laughs> get drier and drier it clearly had happened like whilst it, it, I, it clearly built up after a while and okay. I, then it got to the point where it's like squishy underfoot and I noticed it okay yeah <laughs> um, but anyway and so then he bought have like, you tried mopping it up um, uh, sort of but like at the end it's, it's very He's soaked carpet clothes to soak the water <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is it's very soaked carpet so it's hard to do but anyway have and they so moved got, your rooms then Huh? Have they moved your room? No, don't be silly. That would be too sensible. They've got a. Uh, they're getting me a. Um, a dehumidifier. Not, yeah, a dehumidifier. So, oh, they're a noisy as hell. Mm. Goodbye to any sleep that you've ever had. Anyway, so I'm gonna like put up with that for a few days. But Is anyway, it just your so, room that's leaking. No, the my room wasn't leaking. It's the room above mine that's leaking because I spoke to the person who was in that room and they said they reported the fact it was leaking, but nobody ever thought to tell me that the person above me had said that their room's leaking. Yeah, I mean, like, like I, you, uh, the building facilities ain't that organised, Carl. Kind of, I don't want you expecting. <laughs> but anyway, this, this happens throughout the rest of your life. Never expect <laughs> building people to actually pay any attention to what's going. 
Anyway, so then I had like, so this morning I woke up to having like the building manager and my landlord, who I've never actually met before, knock on my door and I was like, oh, give me a minute, give me a minute. And I like, barged in. I was like, rude, but anyway. Whatever. There in his underpants on yeah. the bed ready. <laughs> <laughs> Come in. He's quickly magazines and like, wait, wait, wait. They're all stuck together because of the damp, because of the damp. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, now to the point of the story. Okay. Sorry, there's still right. a point to this story. Yes, I'm, no, there is a point I'm, to this. I'm, I'm really, I'm, there's I'm a point lost to this. now. There's a point to this, and there's a question to this, which is... Oh, God. You guys all went to university, didn't you? Yes. 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 Okay. When you were at university... We got you, an education. <laughs> did you... Not necessarily steal, but acquire things like road signs... Tra- uh, like traffic cones. Uh, Who do you fr- take us for, a friend, a friend of mine at uni actually did steal a road sign. It was like a no road crossing yeah. and changed it to a no toad crossing and <laughs> stuck a, fro- a picture of a frog on it. So that's... Oh, all those wacky student days. <laughs> but, and, um, I, I had a traffic cone for a few years. I mean, we just tried to steal things out of my friend's bedroom via the window. So mm-hmm. I was, see, As I say friend, he wasn't a friend. Was so, this the guy you tortured? Yeah, he was a victim. <laughs> yeah, he was a victim. <laughs> so so there, is, there is a culture of this, because my um, the building manager could not understand why I had two traffic cones and a wet floor sign in my bedroom. <laughs> well, the wet floor <laughs> sign <laughs> made sense. <laughs> I think the wet floor sign was a bit of a like pre-warning because I got it and then the leak happened. So I think I might have like... You summoned the wet floor sign. Mugging us off. <laughs> uh, did, did you place the wet floor sign on the wet part of the floor? Please tell me you did. It's not, but it's like it's oh, not far on. away. It's not far away. But the it's like... only time that you're ever going to use that in any kind <laughs> like of context. Like Callum's just stood there like pointing the sign like, <laughs> like, like circling like, hey, hey, good in it, good one. <laughs> Got you there. Yeah, no, and it was just like, he was mind boggled the fact that I had these like cones and signs That's because he's been looking for them for the last three weeks (laughs) to put them outside the door. I'm mind boggled by this whole circumstance. (laughs) I think it's time to move along before we get too lost into Callan's wet bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be having wet dreams in his bed tonight. Ryan, you just just took it to a level. (laughs) That was just wrong. We were all thinking it, but it didn't need to be said. Last week, nice, clean, good fun. You you just bring it. I listened to that show. There was no good. Take your mind out of the gutter. I, you had Phil and Keith in last week. There was no way it was good angle. Ryan just removes all the subtlety of the humour we have on the show. <laughs> That's like, the sex joke, guys. Get it? Get it? Hey, hey. That's what your job usually is. I'm taking the heat off you. Anyway, Guy, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been annoyed. Standard annoyance. Do you ever have a week where you're not annoyed? Right. I did the Cine World quiz again. <laughs> right. I don't care if uh, you... Li- I already had this rant I don't on care the phone of the night. If you listen to this show little man at city world because you and your questions are ridiculous it's meant to be fun you go to a quiz to have fun you expect there to be some relatively difficult questions but you expect you know to be out and built to answer most it's, questions you expect to get five to six out of ten regardless yeah. of how hard it is yeah so this little man who, I, to be honest with you, if you go to Sydney Wood and Burnham, if you've seen the man that looks like Terry Nutkins kicking, <laughs> kicking around, does he work there? Because I need to know. Like, because <laughs> I don't think he does. Anyway, I felt like I was part of some like sick sexual fantasy because, like, literally, it was. I, I just couldn't. I, the questions were so impossible. Like, give, us, no, give us an example. 
okay, round was who's Tom Cruise, and it gave they gave us ten names. Alan, mm. who's, who's Tom, Tom Cruise? Cruise? He's I think he's an actor. I don't, <laughs> don't know where to go now. <laughs> so the round was who's Tom Cruise. They gave us like names of characters playing this one. One was Cold Trickle. What? Cold Trickle? Anyone? Like. Was Not that like one of his fake names for Mission Impossible? Nope. One of the one was Pete Mitchell. Maybe he's looking around like. <laughs> is, he, is he. Was he in EastEnders yeah, for a cameo? Who's Pete Mitchell? Oh, apparently that's the character he played in the Mummy remake. Like, anybody <laughs> remembers that. Who like, watched the Mummy remake? Watched, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think even Tom Cruise watched the Mummy remake. <sighs> Honestly, it was such a ridiculously hard quiz. Like, one of them was um, name the characters in Kill Bill. Fine, Orinishi, Bud, yes. Bill, L, Vanita Green, yes, and the bride. Uh, the bride. Yeah, exactly. Give me their code names. Something that is mentioned in the film for ten seconds out of a four and a half hour film. Yeah. There's actually isn't it mentioned in Pulp Fiction and not the actual. Main no, it's film? it's actually it is mentioned in there, but yeah. it's like ten seconds. Like one mm. of them is Copperhead. They're all said. snakes, and that was about it. So yeah. it's Black Mamba is mm-hmm. the bride, yeah. I think, and that's the only one I can ever remember. So like, no, everybody was just glancing mm. around the room, just like looking at each other, like nobody knows the mm-hmm. answers to these questions. So I just felt like it was part of like some sexual sick fantasy of like this guy feels like he needs to be the smartest person in the room. Like, oh, I know the answers to these, but they don't. And I'm getting my rocks off from this. It was just it was ridiculous. Like I'm not doing it anymore. Cinema don't do any more quizzes or get a new quiz master because honestly, it's a joke. Well, like, they can't let you run the quiz because you'd just be angry at everyone. Well, do you know what? T- like, it was out of 100, yeah? The quiz took all night, which was ridiculous. Okay. It was out of 100. The top score was 30 out of 100. Oh, so, like, most people got 70 questions wrong. Yeah. Honestly, I've never known something so farcical as that. What a joke. Is, is he probably got this out, the, the film quiz book for really, really in-depth film? I just, I honestly, I just think he like, oh, well, everybody's going to know these films because I like these films. So I'll put some questions about this. It's kind of like, mate, in your day, like, your serious movie fans aren't coming to this quiz. It's literally people who just pop into the cinema mm-hmm. to see the latest big budget film. I'm seeing a post yeah. on the wall, be like, that would be a bit of fun. We I, can have I, some booze and answer some questions. What, that, win a prize? I could understand if that was something for, like, the Mockingbird or the Electric, where mm. you're going to have cinephiles going, yeah. who mm. are going to be watching unique films, or the Mac or something like that, where it's going to be, mm-hmm. you'll have French cinema, you'll have foreign language stuff, you'll have art house movies, like Gaspar Noe's latest release will be there. Yeah. And that's probably where the quiz should be audience. Honestly, if honest. you're going to be Cineworld, who people are just there to see the latest Infinity War movie, don't ask them a complicated question like, what's the name of the Ghostbusters? Because they're probably not even going to know that. It was just ridiculous. This like, kind of makes me what feel. What the names of the Ghostbusters? Oh, actually, now you mention it. <laughs> Bob, Bob, Rick, Phil, and John. <laughs> this kind of makes me feel better about the quiz that I went to at uh, Nine Worlds in August, which was like a hyper-specific geek quiz. One one round was entirely about Cartoon Network cartoons, and most of the room was just like. What? <laughs> yeah, you can't be that specific with a quiz. You've yeah. got to like you... specific, not specific. specific. <laughs> That's an ocean guy. <laughs> um, but you, you know, you've got to, you got to test it a little bit. But you've mm-hmm. got to, it's got to be general movie mm-hmm. knowledge. You know, it can't be too. It's got to be reasonable level. It's yeah. like if if you ask a hundred people on the street, at least seventy should know it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just, it was honestly like shame on you, shame. Yeah. So I've been annoyed. I've been yeah. annoyed because one as well, I, you, you know me, I don't like not winning a quiz. You know, when you're on a winning quiz team, you know, it stings when you don't win. So, you know. Where did you come? 
We didn't even chart. Like, we had to split into <laughs> two teams. So, like, my friend Sam went with a couple of people he worked with um, who are part of the usual quiz team. And then me, my girlfriend Laura, and my friend Phil Howard, we split into another team. And to be honest with you, we spent most of the time deciding which one, which, which woman Phil was more interested in, <laughs> which is probably why we didn't get the answers right. But... Um, yeah, we, we, we were annoyed as well because obviously they only announced who were, who were like winning in the top three and we were gutted because our team name was The Length of Sam's Love and I really <laughs> wanted them to say that out loud. <laughs> so, But there was credit for Sam's team for having the name Tastiest Eve Brief. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to pick like appropriate names for your pop quiz? Then? I mean, not really, can okay. I? Try, if, if, it's something, if it's something about, about a length, then I try and make it that, to be honest with you. Okay. Like, you know, you need to try and get a subtle. There is things with like. quiz names, though, where they have to be really filthy or a stupid pun or yeah. a combination of both. Yeah. I'm getting sick of like the quiz in the pants. <laughs> I like... there's, there's like five names that always go around, which is Norfolk oh. and Chance. Mm. Quiz in my pants. Yeah. Quizzy uh, rascals. Quizzy rascals. Uh, it's, all, it's always rubbish quiz puns. You can't pick it up, no. can you? If, you, if you use the same quiz name every week, then you just need to stop and you need to come up with original no, no, names no, no, week on week. No, that's good. If you do, if you're doing a league, yeah, if you're doing do, a quiz we, league, our quiz name is called Girth Mastanima. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. I like that. Um, but a few weeks ago, somebody put uh, out there as their quiz name. Nobody likes Girth Mastanima. Oh, it's a good job I didn't go that week yeah. because honestly, like table would have gone. <laughs> Mate, if if that is your team, I will buy you a pint because you are a lad. Whoever like picked oh, that name, don't, don't ever use that word. That is a band word. Oh, it's because he's got that cap on. He's like, I could use the What's word wrong? lad now because I'll get away with it. Bants, hashtag bad boy ball. Right, but there's bants is bad. But what's wrong with lad? Like. There is no such thing it's, as a lad. I think we, we need. It's to generally speak. associated with bants. That's why. That's what's wrong with it. It's lad <laughs> culture, which has moved on from the days of FHM and loaded, mm-hmm. and now is stuff like lad Bible or lad universe or lad lad lad. Uni lad. <laughs> yes, I think uni lad went bust, didn't they? Yeah, I was going to say, didn't they go bust? I thought and, they're still going. Oh. Well, who no. cares? Because we're giving them too much time than they deserve. <laughs> Ryan, what have you done this week? Oh yeah, we still got Ryan. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Callum, for remembering that I am the host of this show. <laughs> you know, you were away for one minute, Ryan. We can't just forget. We just move past. We get, we get over people quite quickly on this show. I thought we'd finished it. <laughs> we're taking over. Sorry. Apart from going to hospital car parks, which is one of the greatest terrible oh. experiences of everybody's life, you're having to pay £10 for the privilege of not finding a parking space for 20 minutes and driving around in a circle. Park on the outside of the road? Can't. Red, red, red route now. Where we yeah. were. So it's like no stopping at all. Not even if you're braking. Keep those tires rolling. <laughs> anyway, so I looked my girlfriend's very nice, ridiculously oversized advent calendar home. You just called your wife your girlfriend. My wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's still my girlfriend as well. Is this is this uh, someone else as well? <laughs> no, she's still my, my wife, my girlfriend. <laughs> she's still my girlfriend and fiance and my wife. <laughs> Digging yourself a hole, <laughs> get out your shovel, Viv. I'd kill him when you listen to this. My lovely wife and Vent Calendar. Sorry, Car- girlfriend. And girlfriend. <laughs> this time, this he's time. trying to be so diplomatic, but he's thinking his head. I'm gonna get it in the neck when she listens to this. Anyway, lugging that all the way back home, uh, we found it. Which was... you should, because you refer to her as your girlfriend. <laughs> we found it had been resealed. 
this was one of the ones from behind the counter because this particular advent calendar sold out within minutes of it going online. Bizarre. So we checked into the shop to make sure it was still available, so picked one up. Three hundred and fifty pounds RRP is what they say. It is. Lies. But you can pick it up for thirty-five quid if you spend thirty quid on other stuff. Wait, what right. is this advent calendar? It's the Marks and Spencer's beauty calendar. Not Nestle. No. Cabras. But anyway, so we get it home, find it's been resealed. Theft. Theft. Crime. Day number one's missing. It's the only empty day. <laughs> Who steals day number one out of Engo? If you're going to steal something, steal something out of the advent calendar, you steal day 25, because that's where the really expensive stuff mm-hmm. usually is. But yeah, day, day one, day one, you're just setting yourself up for a Maybe life Maybe they of thought discord. they could get away with those large, you know what, they'll open number one and think, oh, hang on, it's just a bit of a laugh at it. Maybe they were just going to replace it with like a Cabris Rose or something what, like that. What if, what if they took 24 of them <laughs> and they just robbed a day from each one? <laughs> 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 In the hopes, the effort of that. In the hopes that no one would notice. (laughs) Or or they they pick it up and return it like twenty-five times. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so my wife does what everybody now does now to complain. You don't ever ring the complain line. You don't email them. What do you do? Go on Twitter. There we go. There is a fundamental flaw though that I did pick up with the story when you told it to me. What's that? Why is Viv opening an advent calendar? In November, because yeah, we found yeah. it. So there's there's a little bit no, of like we'd found double it. standards here. <laughs> no, it'd be we, you know you usually have the like the round tape on it, like they have that special tape that when you break it, it's got the void seal on it. I don't. You know, I've never bought a beauty advent calendar. Well, <laughs> that had been broken and it'd been reseller taped, so it was like hang on here. So something's not right. Fishy going on. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like it'd been blatantly opened and resealed, so it was like we best check to make sure everything's in there. Do you know what else is fishy that's going on here? <laughs> the fact that you refer to her as your girlfriend. <laughs> He's got you Shut there. Up, He's got you. <laughs> Shut up, you little Ken doll. Let's move on. Anyway, so jumped on Twitter, complained, response straight away, and she had a voucher credited to her. Nice. Yeah, but it's not, what, it's not what's in box one, is it, though? No, it's probably worth more, anyway. So. Yeah, but it's what not what's in box, box one? one. Do we know? Emptiness. <laughs> Avoid. That's what, what was in box one. What was <laughs> Imagine if it just sucked her in. Like, where's she gone? <laughs> like, it was portal. full of disappointment and broken promises. That's what day one was full of, Callan. Right, it was just full like of your... looking at a box on the floor. Like, it was like Ooh. opening your wardrobe and seeing nothing that appeals. Ha! <laughs> 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 so like if you looked in Guy's wardrobe Can we cut him off now? <laughs> I think it's time to do some weird news I think so Is it time for some weird news? I think it's time right. Right, Before we start weird news Callum, why have you got your bag I'm out? Just about to get some, I'm just going to get a bottle of water out If that's okay, I've got a dry throat is that all right? Is, is that this the... part of the outfit? Is it? Is you you like need the bag to like complete the outfit. Do you know what? Like when you get your humidifier, that is going to dry your mouth out <laughs> so much. You're literally going to be gagging for a drink. You're going to be gasping. Do you know how loud a dehumidifier is as well? No, I do not. I love how we're still on about this dehumidifier. It is like the noisiest thing known to man. Seriously, they are really noisy. So, Guy Halford. <sighs> Pushing his luck today, he is. Yes. Really pushing his luck. I'm going to rip that cap on his head. <laughs> anyway, time for some weird news. Weird news. Da, 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 da. Weird news. Tell we're missing Keith this yeah, week. No, yeah. <laughs> From NME.com. Oh, oh God, mine. <laughs> oh, wow. Is this about boy. Pete Doherty? No. You ripped me about being saying lad, but you're getting sources from MTV. Like, NME. 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 Even worse. <laughs> Do you know, I used to buy the NME 
every Wednesday on my way to work. It's is it just, as soon as you got free, that was it? You stopped having the interest? Uh, do you know what? I just, it got, it, it, just, it went up its own ass, didn't it, really? It's, it doesn't even exist anymore, apart from online, apparently. Yeah. Well, they used to do a free You can get physical copies. You can still get physical copies of it. No, you can't. They used to do a free copy and they've stopped it. Have they? Because everybody was going, oh, it's NME, and then throwing it in the bin because they thought it was like the stylist magazine. Yeah, I mean, like, how many articles about Jess Glinda when you need to read? I I hate Jess Glinda. I read it. I read the free NME. I got annoyed. So you're moaning at me for reading out a story from the NME magazine, and you're one of their (laughs) list readership. Yeah, but you... I'm their age. I'm their age. I came came onto a call leaving over Virgin Media already annoyed because they were playing Jess Glynn songs so it was kind of like I had to hear them twice and it was kind of like that's it you've already annoyed me this is not going to end well our work conference song for the last five years has been that come and hold my hand song that just what do you mean I'm ready for this what do you mean it's like we have music at our conference Canon because we're a rich company we can afford to buy licensed music oh I see someone's seeking a promotion (laughs) but it's like that Jess Glynn I'm ready for this that 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 one one, yeah I cannot listen to that song now it's just oh (laughs) Laura Laura books some tickets to see the Spice Girls at the weekend and then I I turned around and went sports Jess Glynn she was like oh (laughs) (laughs) we'll turn up late for that one yeah like Laura's just like doesn't matter if I get there late for that then like we can stay at the merch stand as long as we want get ourselves a few beers have some chips (laughs) Sorry if you do like Jessica Lynn, but she really does suck. She does. Anyway, to go, sorry. to go back to our weird news story, fake band Threatin just played a UK tour to pretty much no one. Threatin? Oh, Threatin. Yeah. What, Threatin? Like, Cretin? Threatin, yes. Wait, how are they a fake band? I don't we'll find out from the article. All the other choice I... is from The Guardian. 7,000 UK households still watch TV in black and white. Damn. That's more than expected. I like both. I feel I feel yeah. that like the fretting story is going to lead Callan to a revelation that gorillas aren't a real band. <laughs> so threatening, T H R E A T I N, and this is reported by Mr. Tom Connick for Enemy Magazine. Famous Tom Connick, the Tom Connick. Wait, so it's not even spelled correctly, is it? Yes, it is. It's just missing a G. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like you are every time you pretend to be gangster. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Paid for Facebook likes and YouTube comments and false ticket sale figures have led to one of the strangest stories of the year. Bands, is it? <laughs> bands buying Facebook likes is nothing new. The very very silly practice has been going on for as long as Facebook pages existed. Businesses and bands like use bots to up their stats in hoping of improving their social media standing. One LA band who go by the name of Threaten appear to have taken this mantra to a baffling extreme. Twitter user at Buzzing Bugs pointed out on November the 4th that threatened seemingly well-sold UK tour wasn't all it seemed. Sharing a Facebook post that referenced a threatened show at Bristol's The Exchange, the story unfolds thus. Somebody's really putting their English degree (laughs) to usage on the NME blog here. We were expecting it to be a busy night because a promoter had already pre-sold 180 tickets, but all was not as it seemed. Upon arriving at the venue, the poster explains it seemed only the band's guest list Sorry, only the support band's guest list had turned up for the show. After a brief altercation in which it involved the venue rightfully demanding the money for venue hire and staff costs before the show go on, threatened eventually got up from stage and played to literally zero people aside from their tour manager and a couple of guys from one of the support bands because they felt bad. Hang on, mm-hmm. does this band does this band actually exist? This is a full, this is a band, yeah. Right. So basically, so far so odd. But perhaps no odd, odder than a desperate midlife crisis wielding dad with his eyes on karaoke up in grandeur. 
What makes this weird is that it's not an isolated incident. The Underworld in Camden posted on Threaten's Facebook page, what happened to the 291 advanced tickets your sales agent said you'd sold? Three people turned up. Please don't lie about ticket sales. Please don't contact us again for a show. Digging a little deeper, there's yet more opportunities. There are live videos on the net where the crowd are completely obscured. There are more There are more where the other members of Threaten are nowhere to be seen. Checking out their official music video for wailing alt-rock singer stinker living is dying and you'll see a long-haired lad who reportedly threw a strop at having to you know, pay an empty play an empty venue and plays every single instrument himself sounds like me <laughs> Wait, why did they play it anyway just go home like it's all a big fat fib the facebook figures seem false the ticket sales are false even the youtube comments pertaining from women who want apparently want to lick the sweat off mr threaten's body seem to be from bot accounts apparently they've outhunted the hunted and what that may be for can be applauded. Somebody's really taken their English degree too far on this. Yeah, I think we're giving the enemy too much time here. Yeah. Basically, what's happened is this band turned up band. on a UK tour, <laughs> had nobody at their events, mm-hmm. and then afterwards they found out all their likes and Facebook and all their comments were mm-hmm. from a Brazilian chat box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my takeaway from this is it's basically it's one guy pretending yes. to be a band and then yes. all the Facebook likes all the ticket sales everything is all is false fake. Yes. Yeah. so basically don't try and pretend to be a band and then go on tour mm-hmm. because you will get found out mm-hmm. I mean credit to him for like having the determination to attempt something of that level the like, only problem is like once you start doing it in actual venues that's a night that that venue has lost on a real money. gig and they would lose money I mean if that. he had to pay for the venue like, yeah but still it's not the venue that mm-hmm. makes the money it's the mm-hmm. drink sales and the food sales mm-hmm. and stuff like that if you said 300 people are guaranteed to turn up for a pre-sold event like we've sold out the show there's 300 mm-hmm. people turning up 300 say 4 drinks each roughly mm-hmm. that's 1200 drinks that's a lot of money not to go into the mm-hmm. tills for a night when I mean, you could have another band turn up. Mm-hmm. We're about food sales and Callan Dane turns. <laughs> <Dane's> turns <up. laughs> they, went, they went into negative equity. Cleaned out the guest room. <laughs> <laughs> you said there was a band here. There's only you. I'm taking all the pizza. <laughs> anyway, so that was our first weird news story. So let's see how this TV on then quickly. Come on, get it out there. So this Spit it out. It's from the Press Association. No name next to this one. 7,000 UK, so UK households still watch TV in black and white. No, no, I'm not having it. I'm the not having it. TV licensing Wouldn't reveals hotspots. possible. TV licensing reveals hotspots across the country where mon- monochrome remains king. Not possible. This is lies. Isn't there still like a black and white TV license? Yeah. Yeah. Thing, which... It's weird. More than 7,000 households in the UK are still watching TV in black and white, more than 50 years after the advent of colour programming. London has the largest black and white sets with 1,768, followed by the West Midlands with 431, and Great Man- Greater Manchester with 390. In total, 7,161 UK households have not switched to colour transmissions, which started in 1967. What is going on with people? I reckon I know this one, actually. Because I had a teacher who had a black and white TV because he was colourblind. So I reckon... Hang on a minute, Callum. You're out of your element. I'm colourblind. I don't. I can see the colour on the television. I don't see him black just, and white. It's Jesus. not like monochrome. It's just colours get confused. I don't see like a dog does. <laughs> yes. But I don't know. 
Anyway, do you think colourblind people seem black and white? See, when you said it's, like the largest number was in London, I just thought, ah, it's all Shoreditch hipsters. Well, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking it's dogs watching TV, but they can see red as well, so it's even they're going to be slightly smog across the TV. <laughs> the TV licensing spokesman Jason Hill said over half the UK TVs now job. connect to the internet, so it's interesting to see that more than seven thousand households still choose to watch their favourite shows in black and white. Whether you watch EastEnders, Strictly, or Question Time in black and t- black. And- Black and white on a fifty-year-old TV set, or in colour on a tablet, you need to be covered by a TV license to record. Oh, of course he said that. <laughs> of course he said that. What an Apple polisher! <laughs> you oh. also need to be covered by a TV license to download or watch programs from the iPad. Oh, I'm going to put an advert now for paying for your TV license. It's propaganda. I'm not having any of it. I Shush. Wonder- I wonder if these are people that have colour TV sets, but that are trying to get away with it by only paying for black and white, and then. TV and radio technology historian Jeffrey Barinsky said there are hundreds of collectors like myself who have many black and white TVs who wants all this newfangled 4K Ultra HD satellite dishes or a screen that's, people. or a screen that's bigger than your room when you can have glorious black and white TV. Shush. That what? guy. Shush. <laughs> Thirty years ago, you could still buy a black and white TV, mainly small portables for as little as fifty pounds, and it's interesting to know some people still have them. Is his name Mr. Trebus? Is he a hoarder by any chance? He is Jeffrey Barinsky. Well, who was a TV historian. Well, how much do I never want to meet this guy ever? Yeah. Like, you can keep your 4K and your ultra clear picture quality. I oh, want what? to tune my TV manually. Black and white for me. I'm watching that songs of what praise. What gets me even Go. more is analog's been switched off. So that means they have to have a digital receiver <laughs> to watch black and white TV. <laughs> How how do you how does that still exist to this day? I also just like that when the the BBC guy was like going on about whether you're watching it in black and white or in color on a tablet. You still have just to pay. imagine like it sounded like the did, mafia didn't watching it? it in black and white on a tablet somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it sounded like the firm though, didn't it? It's like you still got to pay. <laughs> guy, a lovely friend of the show, Kirk. Yeah. doesn't have a TV at home, does he? He does not. He does not have a TV at home. So I could understand that more than still having a black and white TV. Mm-hmm. Either don't have a TV, or have a TV, mm-hmm. which can replicate colour. Yeah, my my TV is pretty much exclusively for games. Yeah. Anything else I'll watch online. Yeah. So <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> YouTube! YouTube! Oh. <laughs> Anyway, that is enough weird news for this week. Disney Plus. So it's been revealed Disney are setting up their own rival stream service to Amazon Prime, Hulu, and Netflix. Wait, this to is jump to- on the bandwagon. Mm. Sorry, wait to jump on the backpack, Disney. <laughs> this is totally a surprise and revelating news that we didn't mm. see coming for months and months and months. Mm. Did you just make up a word, revelating? Yes. So it was previously Disney Play, which you can get now. But Disney that's... Play? Oh, I'll have a bit of Disney Play. Oh, <laughs> some of that Disney Play. God, they really, that, good job they changed that. The Disney Play service has been more focused on the older films and the cartoons and the, the more child aspect of it, whereas Disney Plus is going to cover more of the Marvel side and the more adult stuff that Disney have nowadays. So Bob Iger, CEO, has said late 2019, it's going to be announced starters there'll be the first live action star wars tv series excluding the ewok movies that many happened many years ago which is the mandalorian so you've got john favreau being the showrunner on that um you're gonna have loads of people from 
Taika Waititi's doing an episode, Bryce Dallas Howard's doing an episode, Dave Filoni from Star Wars Rebels Clone Wars fame, he's doing an episode. So it's going to be basically on about a bounty hunter who's a Mandalorian, similar to Boba Fett. And it's going to be a TV series about that. I actually kind of look forward to that one that sounds quite cool I think mm. I think it's going to kill Star Wars a bit like you look forward mm. to the Star Wars films as being big events like watching mm-hmm. a weekly TV series I'm not on board for because it. it's not going to be about Jedi and Sith and lightsaber battles I think it might actually be quite interesting to see something else in the Star Wars universe which is not about oh I've got the power of the force running through me I mean I'd like to see a series about Admiral Ackbar to be honest with you um, I really hope they'd call it It's a Trap. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Uh, Clone Wars is being brought back as well, so this was one of Disney's big hits on the Disney XD channel. They're going to revive that for the final 12 episodes. I mean, Keith's head exploded at yeah. that news. This is also going to be a re- Rogue One prequel series, so you're going to have Diego Luna, who was in the Rogue One TV series. So they're making uh, a film. prequel to a prequel. Yeah, so it's yeah. the ca- they're basically going to be talking about Cassian Andor and his mm. stuff. Are they gonna, actually going to be talking about it so they have like a round panel talking yeah. about it? I'd look, you are, I'd be totally on board with just watching a series every week where people are just like, we're gathered here today to talk about um, this operation this, this that we chap, have. Um, well, so like, well, you could have Admiral Ackbar then around the table. <laughs> <laughs> ah, part of around the table. Yeah, and, this, and what happened on the mission? Was it a trap? <laughs> no, um, no Ackbar. Every, every mission, it's not a trap. Every, it was a trap. You <laughs> <laughs> definitely walked into it. See, I've just got the image of a game show called It's a Trap. <laughs> that just the title just one of those game shows one of those Japanese game shows where you yeah. have like Admiral Akbar's picture in the corner and they like walk over a walkway is yeah. it a trap they fall through it's water <laughs> it's a trap well you're answering questions and one of them is a trap and you just get dropped through a trap door <laughs> I like I really if, if, if I want it to be presented by that alien that looks like it's got like a, a sack of balls for a face <laughs> like I don't know which one but you, you know the one I'm on about right it's yeah. his co-presenter <laughs> anyway for Marvel, they're going to have a Scarlet Witch TV series. Elizabeth Olsen is going to be headlining that, surprisingly. She's going to have sisters in the show. And apparently Paul Bettany is going to be in the show quite a lot. Well, someone needs to hire him these days. Yeah. There's going to be a Loki TV series, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, and there's a rumoured Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV series coming as well. <laughs> which is going to be like the worst buddy movie. I'm oh, sorry, but who actually wants that one? Like, I mean, like what other characters are going to do? Oh, let's have a Maria Hill spin-off. Yeah. Oh, let's do a spin off about happy the bodyguards <laughs> they could have what's her face agent 13 emily van camp Civil oh yeah War. she was yeah. in that wasn't she yeah. I, I love everybody's kind of like <laughs> yeah. more from the classic disney side so they're gonna do a monsters inc tv series there's also going to be films based on sword in the stone Pete's from peter pan Lady and the Tramp, and there's going to be a Mighty Ducks TV series. Oh, Christ, really? High Fidelity TV series, but no, with pointless. Zoe Kravitz in the lead. Pointless. You can, no, what's the point of doing that? I just yeah. love how they're just dragging Mighty Ducks' <laughs> corpse out of the closet somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and ten-part documentary series about High School Musical. Documentary so Callan, series? So Callan Danes is in for that already, we don't need to... <laughs> A documentary series? Yes, about high school musicals. What do you mean a documentary series? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, like, even... We filmed in a high school and they danced and sung and then Zac Efron got a career out about it and then yes. Vanessa Hudgens starred in Spring Breakers. Yes. Like, what, do you know what I mean? It's like, what's coming out of that? Also announced films around Three Men and a Baby, Don Quixote, Father of the Bride. Oh, God. They're the really parent trap. Trash, yeah. aren't they? Magic Camp and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So the... Hey, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So this Love service sounds like they wanted to compete with Netflix and Amazon Prime, yeah. but weren't 
actually sure what to do with it, so they're just dragging whatever properties. Well, yeah, pretty using. much. They've got National Geographic. What I've noticed is quite absent is that is most of the Fox stuff because mm. they've now completed the merger with Fox. Mm-hmm. I think so. They're going to be probably bringing all the 20th Century Fox stuff. You're going to get Simpsons on there. You're going to get loads and loads of Fox properties on there. I think in association. Yeah. Well, in association to the Disney stuff, it's going to be pretty powerful back catalogue there because mm. that leaves Netflix with what Sony and Warner Brothers mm. I can't really think of any other big major yeah, players yeah but like I mean like I mean, unless Disney pull out Rip Moranis for Honey I Shrunk the Kids series I ain't interested like, Which what they, they definitely won't do exactly what, what he is retired a long time yeah exactly like, well, they're going to bring back Tailspin or something like that. <laughs> oh, come on. Tailspin was worth bringing back. <laughs> Tailspin was awesome. It's I mean, like, oh. Tailspin was somebody finding all the character cell animation from <laughs> the Jungle Book movie and going, <laughs> what can we do with these? <laughs> Let's just put pilot goggles on them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just turn it into a detective pilot delivery company. I mean, they did re-release Tailspin, the game. Yeah. And they all... I don't know. Do you, do you think having another streaming service is a good thing? Because no. we talked about this previously. I don't think it's a good idea no. to separate it out. I... What's going to happen with all the Marvel Netflix stuff for mm-hmm. a start off? See, my, my, I always have a problem with things like this because it's like if everyone decides to do their own streaming service, that's multiple streaming You're back services. to cable again. To, yeah. yeah. And it's it's. I see similar things happening in gaming, like the EA Access stuff. And yeah. And I, I always origin, think, origin, exactly. It's like let's take all our games off Steam and put them on our own service. That's worse, yeah. and it feels like Disney's doing the same thing with with their properties here. Well, the thing is, they've been playing a multi horse race as it is because mm-hmm. they've had the Daredevil and Et Al on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You've got Runaways and Cloak and is it Runaways on Hulu in the states? And I think Cloak and Dagger on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty much splitting their shows up as it is to cover mm-hmm. all the streaming services. So I'm assuming they probably, as soon as this Disney Plus goes live, is they're going to yank all that content mm-hmm. and redistribute it straight away. Because got Agents of mm-hmm. Shield on ABC, which is a TV channel in the states that Disney own. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's not a good idea for everybody. The whole point of Netflix that everybody loved about Netflix it was everything's on there, exactly, and you're paying one fee mm-hmm. for it we're back to cable again and Netflix is even trying out adverts mm. fair enough it's for their own stuff but I don't want to watch an unskippable 30 second trailer about mm-hmm. some terrible Netflix original that's coming to mm-hmm. be honest I mean I think from what we've heard like this does not sound like a solid lineup. no I think it's kind of like everybody's going to expect all Beauty and the Beast and everything else mm. on there so here's some of the ancillary stuff which is going to be Disney Plus Originals mm-hmm. I see I question if this is going to flop like obviously it's got such strong names behind it but you can get those on DVD people already have those I don't know because you get proper Disney fans like serious mm-hmm. Disney fans who all collect every single DVD and release it's, and it's not beyond Disney to remove all those DVDs from sale to try and get people to they do I mean, that I, they do that exactly. all the time now they'll exactly. they release a dvd put it on sale for six months mm-hmm. then take it off the shelves and not Into re-release it vault. for about another three or four years just to keep the price artificially high mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it goes into the vault yeah and guy, you've got quite a lot of disney dvds and they don't come out that frequently do they i mean they're not mine <laughs> they are yours <laughs> tell the truth they're not laura's come on <laughs> i've seen your deluxe blu-ray edition of the lion king <laughs> But it is kind of like Disney will artificially keep the highest mm. price hiked on all their stuff. And I'm expecting this ain't going to be a cheap streaming service as well. 
No, no this, I, I could see this being around the sort of Netflix price. Yeah, because I think like I think it's going to be more than that because they're mm-hmm. going to have all of the MCU movies will be on there. All of Disney's back catalogue is going to be on there. I'm probably expecting this to be around fifteen to twenty quid a month. Oh, maybe Disney will think yeah. they can demand that price. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Especially if it's going to be like, oh, here's Sleeping Beauty in 4K restoration. It'd be interesting to see because obviously, like, they can't all charge the same price, and like, some of them will want to. Because mm. otherwise, as you say, they will they will all end up dying. Well, this because they'll why... all end up being too close in competition. So they need to have some way of. I think this is why Netflix and Amazon Prime are both throwing money, absolutely throwing money at their own original stuff mm-hmm. at the minute. Yeah. If you think about it, Netflix four or five years ago probably had one or two original series, mm-hmm. nothing like that. And if you think since then we've had Stranger Things, we've got stuff like that. You've got Sky now partnering up with Netflix to give, mm-hmm. if you have Sky Q, you can get Netflix included in the package. Amazon Prime, we've got the Good Omens TV series, we've got American Gods, we've got Into the Badlands, you've got The Expanse that they've just bought. They're throwing money into original stuff mm-hmm. that they know you're not going to be able to find any Anywhere else for a long time, mm. and then hoping probably for some syndication when he posts that. It's going to be an interesting state mm-hmm. of affairs, I think, when Disney launched this service because a lot of content's going to be pigeonholed and stonewalled, mm-hmm. and everybody's trying to go with the Apple format of business, which is everything I make I own, and mm-hmm. then you can rent it back from us. I would want to see though what they do with pulling their content, like if they do pull all the DVDs and say. You can't purchase these on DVD anymore. You can't pay to download these. You can only They're not that stream stupid. it through us. They ain't that stupid. It's I know, a- but that's that could be an interesting way of them cornering the market and taking control. Because if realistically, if you don't have access to it any other way, then you're forced to... Yeah, but Disney DVDs are always going to sell because they're always going to come out like half-term weeks, school holidays. And you're going to have kids who are going to watch yeah, exactly. it over mm-hmm. and they can't, over. They can't afford to lose that, that share of the market because they will sell so many DVDs because people will buy an incredible sum to shut their kids up over the holidays to watch. Yeah, but I question, I question if that's the smart thing to do because obviously if these people are going to watch the kids them... Up. Yeah, it is. No, no, no. no. <laughs> if these are people, kids that are going to watch it over and over again, then the parents might see it as, okay, well, I'm better off getting this service and then I don't have to buy all these individual DVDs yeah, but and I can watch, just slap it down the, in front of the kids. But if you bought the DVD once, you keep it, you own I, it. I would imagine... <laughs> I would imagine knowing Disney's practices, they're not going to release everything at once as well, and they're going to mm. they're going to do the vault situation, it's the mm. same as they do with the DVDs and the Blu-rays. I think they'll release films for a certain period; they'll be on there five, six months, and then they'll get taken off and then replaced with another film. And I think the stuff that's going to be on there all the time is probably all the direct-to-video stuff, like Lion King two and a half and stuff <laughs> like that, which is going to be just filler mm-hmm. to bulk out the collection. So, Lee, good idea, yes or no? I don't think so. Guy? Uh, I ain't that bothered by You know it, you're going to get it anyway. <laughs> I'll probably have to because it's Disney, Laura likes Disney, so I'll probably be, I'll have to probably. You know, every five minutes a guy tells Ma, Sarenya! <laughs> oh, she's streaming again. <laughs> Callum? Uh, I'm going to hold off until the reviews come out for some of the Star, um, the, some of the Star Wars and the Marvel stuff, but I feel like I'm not going to. You're going to have to hold off until you get a proper job because you're a student, you ain't got the budget. Well, I left university right then. He's got I, I, I already don't pay for my own Netflix and my Amazon. I need shit off other people. <laughs> so yeah, I... Netflix and Cal- uh, Netflix and Amazon. Callan Danes of Geeky Brummy fame is not paying for his content, so please. <laughs> He's a sharer. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if anybody would like to get this service and then share it with me so that I might access it without paying, then yeah. <sighs> oh, that reminds me of a tweet from ages ago, which I'll finish off, which is like. 
when you go onto Netflix and your cousin's partner's account's being frozen, you like get your life together, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's probably not a great idea. But time for us to move along. YouTubers and shameless cash-ins. A um, popular beauty vlogger, I think that's what they're called, um, called Zoella, released a book. Um, what's the book called? Cordially Invited. Cordially Invited. Cordially, cordially Invited. Not cordial. Cord- <laughs> Wait, I, I said that right, didn't I? Cord- cord- oh, cordially. cordially. No, cordially. Cordially. Like what squash used to be called when you were posh. <laughs> so this seems unusual for us to be doing something about vloggers because we don't really follow the YouTube generation. Callan does because he's yeah. young, but we, we don't really because it's like kind of over my head. Yeah, but like, it's basically TV on the internet. Yes, it is. Yeah. So if you remember from last year, though, we were talking about Viv's advent calendar. Anyway, yes. she got obviously mur- uh, mugged off. Um, <laughs> she got murked for her advent calendar. <laughs> is Callan rubbing off on you? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, last year Zoella released an advent calendar, I know which was about calendar. fifty pounds, I think it was, mm-hmm. and it was a like really point the stuff in it like it was like a notepad like a small notepad wasn't it, wasn't it like bargain bin boots things yeah, basically yeah. 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 Wait, Wait, did Viv actually so- buy Zoella's cal- no Viv did not oh, buy Zoella's calendar okay. Viv has okay. taste when it comes to advent <laughs> calendars thank you very much um but so, it was kind of like 10 quid's worth of stuff inside it, yeah, wasn't it? Something it was, ridiculous. And, and it went through the news and it was regarded as being bad. So anyway, I mean, I'm really sorry, Zoella, if you listen to the show, but you are going to get a grill in here. And I do apologize if you are a fan of Zoella, but... I, I'm assuming this isn't Zoella. I'm assuming this is Zoella's marketing Is people. it Zoella or is it Zoella? It's Zoella. Zoella. Okay. Zoella. Also, I'd just like to point out, Zoella, if you are listening, I'm not involved in this. And like... <laughs> My name's right. Callan Danes, and do you want my number? Um, uh, DM me up on DM Snapchat, me. fam. DM me, DM me. Um... <laughs> So Zoella's released this book and Zoella's um, marketing people have released this book, <laughs> yes. And unfortunately for poor Zoe Sug, it's gone through the press again because she's ripped people up in, in the written format this time. So I've gone How to, much was this book to start? I've us gone off to with? Wartstones and this book was twenty pounds. With five pounds off. With five pounds off. Already. Yeah. It's been out like a week. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a reason I've been very careful with this book as well. And <laughs> I won't say why. <laughs> but we always hold on to your receipts. Um <laughs> So, Zoella's written a book called... Brian, what's the title? Cordially Invited. And it's a lifestyle bible for the seasons for the year. It's basically how to live during a year, basically. Yes, basically. How to live during winter, autumn, summer, spring. So I've been browsing this, this lifestyle bible and found some particularly interesting passages and sections I'd like to share with you, the listeners. If you are thinking about buying this book for Christmas presents for people... You might get murked if you buy <laughs> So, with a, so there's always a, for each section there's a spring there's a to do list. So okay. this is the spring to do list. Have a good spring clean. Oh, true. Switch up your bedding to a lower tog duvet. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> is this written in like it's lit fam kind of speak all the way through? Uh, well, I don't know what that is. Get out and scrub the garden furniture. (laughs) (laughs) Living that YouTube lifestyle (laughs) here. No, but it's smart though. You you do have to sort of like, I don't know. These are are basic things people do 
just in life, generally. I also, I also just like the the idea that she thinks that her audience is going to garden furniture. <laughs> yeah. They're pet. No, it means doing the parents' garden furniture. Like, you're like we got a lot to get through, guys. We got okay. a lot to get. <sighs> Take endless photos of cherry blossom on April walks. <laughs> oh, cherry blossom is beautiful. Cherry blossom is. Fly a kite and attempt to. I'll go with that. I like flying kites. You yeah, like flying kites. I like yeah. that. We so. bought Guy a kite once, and he broke it within five minutes. You of did. You did. Oh, this is the last Northern Gloss of Spring to do. Is open the windows and doors to let fresh spring air in. <laughs> Or of Callan, water. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's an Easter to-do list. Not much grey on this one, to be honest with you, apart from my particular favourite. Visit a, visit a lambing farm. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> Hashtag SponCon. <laughs> <laughs> there is a great section about going for a bluebell walk. Um, it says getting the most out of your walk. Bluebell, Callum. Bluebell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says getting the most out of your walk. Um, being outside this time of year feels like dusting off the winter cobwebs. Yes, because it's spring. Yes. <laughs> um, so, these are what Zoella recommends you, that you take on the walk with you. Camera. Yeah, sandwiches or flasks of hot dr- and hot flasks of hot drink, mm. blanket, yeah, layer up, and also an umbrella. The weather can be a little bit unpredictable at this time of year, so it's best to be prepared. It may mm-hmm. rain in spring in Britain. Mm-hmm. Who knew? There is. I, I note that there was no water there, just hot <laughs> drinks. <laughs> <laughs> you know the basic hiking essential. You, you need no. You need soup. <laughs> <laughs> there's a. There's lots of recipes throughout this book. Now this is my one of my favourites. Is this a nice, simple, easy recipe? It's for us, very so? simple, easy recipe. Anybody could do it. Calendanes, this is one for you. Wow. Uh, this is for pack up sandwiches. <laughs> The prep takes five minutes, and it makes four. Pack up. Why pack up sandwiches? Not just a sandwich. Pack it up, sandwich. Pack it up, oh, let's move again. Sandwiches. Pack it up, pack it in, let's eat begin. <laughs> um, there's a whole section here, which I'm not going to get into, because it's very, it's very me, me, me. It's a section about her birthday. Aww. Just her birthday, not any birthday. Oh, I don't birth. know, because it says my birthday, but then it starts talking about like what to do on a birthday. But Specifically it's like, celebrate being born. <laughs> but the chapter is still called my birthday. Wait, what so... should I do on my birthday? Please tell me, Zoe Sug. Uh, I don't know, there's a lot, to be honest, Callan. This one's very big, to be honest with you. I'm not going to... Uh... Demand a present from family. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's Tell them what to yeah, buy tell, you. Tell them exactly what you want, and if you don't get it, throw a Veruca salt. Um, decoration number one, though, uh, that is a must whenever I am throwing a birthday party, Shindig, is balloons in capital letters, <laughs> and lots of them. My favourite ones are the one, <laughs> favorite ones are written, are ones with written words and numbers, and one cat carrying real foliage. It's nice to have a mix of lovely professional looking balloons maybe some confetti spilled ones along some some more basic ones that are just blown up by you and your friends and scattered on the chairs and the ground (laughs) the ground for a bit more decoration She lives in like some fairy castle full of balloons on her. I really like the letters and the numbers. <laughs> they don't spell anything for me. Uh, so we had the recipe for pack-up sandwiches, which was yes. prep five minutes makes four. Um, now there's a recipe for a four-tier ombre birthday cake. A what? So it's four-tier? Like up, it's up in the ante, isn't it? So it's like, oh, you, you can go. make sandwiches, you can make this four-tier cake as well. Prep five minutes feeds four. <laughs> No, prep 45 to 60 minutes cooking, 50 to 40. What is, 40 a, what is an ombre birthday cake? Oh, I don't know, but there's not four tiers on that cake, is there? So it's, I feel like I'm a, lied it's to. It's a chocolate cake, you mean? Yeah, it's a chocolate cake, effectively. Yeah. Uh, right, so we're, that was spring, okay? That was spring. Mm. Cool. Oh, I don't think I can hold some in here. <laughs> okay. uh, summer to-do list. Not, 
again, not a lot here. Uh, my personal favourite um, is... Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> play rounders with your friends. Aww. You, you can tell she's not in her 30s yet because yeah. you've still got enough friends to play a game of rounders with. And still playing rounders as well. <laughs> Also, whip out your body scrubs and body lotions. It's pins out season. Phil Ellis. What, what, what's pins? <laughs> Legs. Legs. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a whole section here about how to uh, draw a chalkboard sign. <laughs> <laughs> Using chalk by any chance. You know, like, yeah, grab a piece of chalk, find a board, do some writing. Like, it's not hard. Prep really, five minutes Zoella. serves four. Yeah. <laughs> First decide what you want your signs to say. Good <laughs> suggestions include welcome to the garden party. We wrote thanks for coming on the other side so people would see it on their way out. This way to the bar, drinks this way, garden games, and to my personal favourite, to the toilet. <laughs> is, this, is this for, like, a film viewing or non-garden party where it just says welcome to the garden party? <laughs> <laughs> Um, using your chalk pen, lightly sketch out your chalkboard where you want the lettering to go. Uh, you could leave some space for some embellishments. So We'd some... know what you'd draw on a chalkboard. Yeah, some, <laughs> yeah. some leaves or some birds or a dick butt. Um, Shall we move on into summer? Uh, this is beach barbecue. There's a section about having a beach barbecue. I mean, it's not really that hard. Just buy a disposable barbecue, right? I mean, does, does it, it say need... serves four? <laughs> it doesn't actually. No. I mean, that is the least stupid thing we've seen so far. Like how to have a beach barbecue. I mean, she's telling people how to write. Do we trust them with barbecues? <laughs> <laughs> if you can't make a sandwich, do we trust you to light a barbecue? <laughs> There's a whole page here about making party hats for pugs. <laughs> Well, you just oh. fold a piece of paper, right? It's like that's all you do. Actually, interesting. Does it that. say party hacks for party hats for mugs who've bought this book? Yeah. Is that what it's supposed to say? We're, we're now on autumn. Okay, so this oh, I love this one. This one I really like. Do you feel very autumn? Yeah, I do feel very autumn. We so are, we are right in season. autumn. So yeah. there's, there's some good tips here. Sorry, first one: change your bedding, bring out the flannels, <laughs> and up the duvet dog. <laughs> so wait, you're only changing your bedding twice a year, according to how many times a year are you changing your bedding? <laughs> no, now you, that opens you, a whole world of questions. You change the duvet, not the duvet cover, twice a year. You change the duvet cover weekly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. That's what I was like, why? Should... Stock up on wood and kindling if you have a fire. Callan knows how to stock up on wood. <laughs> Scatter throws and blankets around your bedroom and living room. Callan's been doing that to soak up the water. <laughs> <laughs> Collect conkers and leaves on your walks for decorating Change the house. Change that to traffic cones and wet floor signs. So we've got Callan again. Um, stock up on sparklers. Why? Why didn't dehumidifiers? Could we relax? Just in case an emergency bonfire night breaks out at any given moment, you don't know. But wear gloves. Get out your woolly hats and scarves. It doesn't say wear them. Just get them out. (laughs) Leave them on the side. Get them out and appreciate. Make a hedgehog house. Aww. Stock upon every flavour of hot chocolate and mint marshmallows. Yes, every every flavour. Every flavour. Do not stick with just plain. You must have the mint and orange. Start internally getting excited for Christmas. Internally. (laughs) She's got a section here. Some must-watch films on Halloween, so if we agree with this list. Casper. No. Uh, No. Hocus Pocus. No. It's a classic. Labyrinth. Yes. Yes. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Practical Magic. No. Edward Scissorhands. 
No, not really a Halloween no. movie. I'm not really sure where a film with underlying message of racism has anything to do with Halloween, but Get Out. What? Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the perfect Halloween family viewing. Uh, insidious, Paranormal Activity, Sinister. Insidious, no. Paranormal Activity, yeah. Scream, The Conjuring, The Ring. Not sure whether that's Ringu or The Ring. It better yeah. be Ringu. Pingu. I <laughs> um, don't mean to write Pingu. <laughs> there is a section about an autumn walk. Um, autumn is definitely one of the most beautiful times of the year to go exploring outside with the crisp leaves beneath your feet and conkers scattered across the road. Not in Birmingham Con- City Centre. Conkers scattered across the road is a driving hazard. Yeah. And it's a walking hazard as well. Mm. They get a bit slippy under feet. Some Sundays, when we've had friends or family around, we will make a walk a priority. If you've had people stay over for the weekend, it's a nice way to get them out, get out of the house for a bit, show them a snapshot away. Get, like, get out of my house! Leave out, stayed. You're welcome. Get out of my house. Walk to the post box and never return. <laughs> Uh, if your walk is going to be a long again Lee this is one for you here if okay. your walk is going to be a bit longer it's a good idea to take something with you like a flask or hot, cho- or hot chocolate <laughs> still no water equally as warming remember though it's not it's not really about where your walk takes you or how beautiful it might be outside or what you eat or even what movie you have on the evening it's about creating a special atmosphere so you can look back at it and fondly remember it for me my best memories of the season are going outside and going on those walks she's have a cute dog though essential <laughs> autumn watching this is a, it, ruin. What, this Bill is a really strange <laughs> list. Chris Packham is essential autumn watching. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. No, it's no, not no, an autumn no. film. When Harry Met Sally. Not an autumn film. You've Got Mail. Not an autumn no. film. Sleepless in Seattle. Not an autumn film. Any Harry Potter movie exclamation mark. <laughs> not an autumn film. Moulin Rouge. Not an autumn About film. About Time. Not an autumn Dead's film. Dead Poet Society. Not an autumn Gilmore film. Gilmore Girls. Not an autumn Sleepy TV Hollow. series. Kind mm. of, it's Halloween. I'd yeah. say that's more on the Halloween list yeah. than in the autumn list. Uh, section here about having a bonfire night. <laughs> <laughs> Take this book and use for kindling. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a. Uh, Shall we move on to winter, or we've got a bit more autumn? Bit more, to... yeah. Bit more. Uh, instructions about how to make jacket potatoes with chili. Pretty easy, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, Get a potato. Does it so bake for? It. Uh, Don't do a Brian Harvey yeah, and leave prep time five minutes. <laughs> oh, this is my fa- this was my favourite chapter. Staying guests. It's about people who stop over at yours in the night. Okay. So there's a load of faff about people stopping over and their friends and what they like. But the this is the section I really like. One of the first things I like to check when I get into a hotel room is the mini bar and the little miniatures <laughs> in the bathroom. And for that very reason, I like to leave a tray of useful things in the guest rooms, which includes wait for this list snacks. Headphones, a spare phone charger, sleep mist, spare toothbrush, eye mask, lip balm, dry shampoo, hand sanitizer, hand cream, face mask, chewing gum, and a fresh towel and flannel. If this all feels... is, is Zoe still on a four in a bed or something? Like that? <laughs> if this all feels a bit too much for you and your guest is uh, and your guest is only sleeping on a blow-up mattress floor next to you, you can still something leave like a little pillow on, <laughs> on a fresh towel for a nice a time. moist towel. <laughs> I, I can honestly say I've never. Or if you're in that... Callan Danes's room, a moist carpet. <laughs> I've never received that level of hospitality from a no. friend. It's usually just here's a roll-out mattress. So we do give a we give a disposable toothbrush if we have friends mm. stopping over. I think that's a reasonable thing. Uh, it says to write a little Malcolm message from the Wi-Fi code, um, <laughs> and also to display friends of your photos of you and your friends, so you might can share old memories. That's a bit creepy. <laughs> that is a bit creepy. Just like walk into a room and there's just pictures of you everywhere. Yeah. There's a it's section... like that Alan Partridge episode <laughs> when he goes around to the crazy fans' house. <laughs> there's, a se- there's a section about being a good guest. 
which oh. is quickly quite rude. How have, you, have you read this and then thought, I don't do any of this? Yeah. <laughs> How do I be a good guest? Uh, there's a chapter about serial party. Wait, what? A serial party. Serial killing party. <laughs> yes, this is how to do serial. Uh, winter to-do list. Uh, yeah, there's a lot in this. Is it, is it celebrate Christmas by any chance? Or, <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, God, there is a new year. <laughs> uh, update your bedding again. I mean, she must be getting a lot of action if there's a lot of bedding changing. <laughs> update your bedding for a more festive theme. Um, <laughs> Who has festive bedding? <laughs> I had considered buying festive bedding. Get out. <laughs> Sing carols. Uh, reflect on your year and make new goals and plans for the next one. Like write this book. <coughs> Start a scrapbook with photos from the year. Send your Christmas cards. Callan, one for you. Um, oh, there's a section all about Christmas. I don't know why I put them like that because, uh, yeah, that's just. just... Uh, is there any recipes in the Christmas section? Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Does she teach us how to do a Christmas dinner? No, kind of. <laughs> Christmas um, pudding serves four. Ready in five minutes. <laughs> Section about having a New Year's Eve party. Pretty easy. Where did you get some booze and some music on? Mm-hmm. Job done. Count to count to ten at midnight. I bet hers doesn't contain booze though. And the final section, which I feel is the most patronising here, is setting the table. Oh. So Jason, she gives you instructions about how to set the table. Uh, oh, there's rainy day den as well. Which um, basically her and a boyfriend it, making some kind of den of some sort. Isn't it basically just where you put like a blanket over the sofa? Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you know. So, is, was there? Give us, give us the tips on how to set our table. Please do, yeah. Christmas just place a quick names. Uh, she tells you how to write write on pieces of paper at people's place names. It's pretty. Ridiculous. She does have a cute pug, I must say. Uh, Christmas it is very cute. Christmas to do list. Um, she encourages you to kiss somebody under the under the mistletoe. <laughs> Why did you look at me, Ryan? Ryan, why did you look at me as soon as that was said? Because I was thinking of you with your hand under the mistletoe. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that one is one that it's it's advice, Zoe, but it, it's approach with caution, to be honest. Candy with you. cane macaroons. Um, yeah. So Extra special cauliflower cheese. Uh, what? Oh, oh, there's a list of games that you should you could play with people. So the casual family get together. She recommends for two to eight cards people. against humanity. Yeah. <laughs> Scrabble, Monopoly. Um, Don't play Cluedo. Monopoly. Nobody should ever play Monopoly no. unless you want a war with your family. Yeah. Uh, the Friends Sleepover, 90s Dream Phone, that's a great game, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Operation. Mr. and Mrs. Great for Couple Sleepovers, yeah, if you want a full on domestic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Claw Ninja. What the hell is Claw Ninja? Is that like, the bit from uh, Liar Liar? <laughs> with Nerds the Claw! Uh, the more lively house party this is to 6 to 15 people. She recommends for 6 to 15 people in a lively house party to play rounders. What is her obsession with rounders? <laughs> what is her obsession with rounders? It's like, is this the only game she was good at at school? It's like, you must play rounders with me. Yeah, she played it at school and then never learned it's like this the version of, of other games. Is this her version of Heathers? So instead of going around and playing croquet you play rounders i mean she has got never never have i ever dangerous game that is yeah. she does have cards against does humanity. she say it's a dangerous game or did you say that's yeah, a dangerous, it's a dangerous game. game and, and she does have cards fire. against humanity is that yeah. for the more spicy party <laughs> uh i'm not going to read this uh set in the table wrong because i think we've given zoella enough attention with this book now uh it, it just tells you how to like no one sets a table like the pictures in that book that is like you expect that like that's marco pierre right restaurant style setting a table right does she make next, ducks with the napkins next time i come around one of your houses i want you to set the tables like that and go to like 
all the extent that she does in this book. Uh, you're not around my, around my house. I'm <laughs> Set out like place names, like all that. Um, yeah, so- your place name, if you went around to guy's house, wouldn't have your name written on it. You know exactly <laughs> yeah. what would be on your place name. <laughs> so you you read about it in the in the in the papers. So there you go. Some the particular so highlights. So we have pre warned you about the contents of this book. If you are willing to buy this book. Does it? Don't take it under our recommendations. So, does Geeky Brummy recommend it? No. 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 Do you recommend it, Cullen? Have you, have you, have you learnt some life inspiring tips from the woman in clown pants on the front of this book? Wait, show the. They're cool pants. Like They're clown those. pants. I like those. They're I actually clown like her outfit. Her, outfit's, her outfit's good. Do you want to hear the blurb on the back? Quote from Zoe, I've always loved having people over and whenever someone comes over to my house, I just want to make sure they feel as home at home as air they do in their own surroundings. Small such small things can make such a difference, a uh, huge difference. Any occasion, any event. I just think, celebrate it. So, always. I'm thinking, do we agree, this is not Zoe has written pretty much nothing except probably the blurb on the back of this book and it's just a marketing team as pretty much yeah. yeah it's a ghost written book I, I think, think I think they've um, pay, they've watched some of her videos they've got they've her just style licensed. and aesthetic they they've just, they've the just had a photo shoot and licensed mm-hmm. her name for the front of it yeah. there's a lot of photos in here though I feel like no I feel like she's had more of an involvement in this than actually what you how think how to take a walk like I, I feel like they were so like Zoe so let's do a section about how to watch like, it's a good idea I feel like yeah. they. I feel I'm like bored. they. The Sorry, people what that wrote the book. Do you know? Well, I only know how to make sandwiches <laughs> and cake. Cake. <laughs> That's pretty much my two things. I here. can do a jacket potato, <laughs> guys. I know how to play rounders. I play rounders really well, guys. <laughs> yeah, so, can, can we I make really sure like rounders, rounders, guys. Rounders <laughs> is an all-seasons game. Whenever yeah. they've written the chapters, like guys, any game, game of rounders? Anybody? Like, <laughs> about rounders. I was just, Let's all play rounders. Can you imagine she was like Millhouse outside the the publishing studio <laughs> with a ball <laughs> whacking the ball running away picking it up whacking you the know, ball you know how like you know big executives will go and play golf together and that's how they have their <laughs> meetings she does it with rounders <laughs> yeah, I can imagine like YouTubers like Ashens <laughs> like Guru Larry playing rounders with Zoella <laughs> I'm really sorry, Zoella. Like I'm sure you're lovely. I'm like, sure you're, you're a your lovely bo- person, but your book, book is, is trash. trash. Yeah. <laughs> Lee. Yes. Many moons ago, mm-hmm. we went to the European Gaming Expo, or the Eurogamer Gaming Expo, or yeah. one of the EGX Eurogamer Expo. Expo it used to be. Yeah. Eurogamer Expo, which is EGX 2018. Mm-hmm. And we went to a stand that was a really useful bit, which you watch our YouTube video, you can look at, mm-hmm. which was the Shadow Gaming Streaming Service. Yes. So, do you want to explain to those who have not used Shadow what it is? Yeah, it is a um, gaming service. It is a streaming service where you are given a virtual PC, a high-end PC, and you stream that to whatever device you have, whether it's your much worse computer, like I did when I used it, or you can stream it to mobile platforms as well. Mm -hmm. And it's basically just a way of playing high-end games for a cheaper cost than buying a big new PC rig. Yeah, so gaming PCs are a big thing and mm-hmm. usually you're looking to spend roughly in the region of a thousand to twelve hundred pounds to be able to play triple mm-hmm. A titles yes. in full H D with a decent frame rate. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at stuff like probably a Core I nine, mm-hmm. sixteen gig of RAM, something like a GTX ten sixty or upwards. So these mm-hmm. are quite expensive components for you to be able to buy and keep up with the development of PC gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is kind of 
shadow like does that all for you kind of thing yeah it's kind of it's all done i'm not quite sure the tech behind it but it is essentially just this bit scream air high npc that just sits on a server somewhere and yeah just you can stream stream it to your computer yeah i mean the similar service out there i think geforce now is probably the mm-hmm. biggest one that's mm-hmm. probably available in the uk at the minute which yeah. is basically a very similar thing where geforce will have the pc as one of their yep. servers and then you can queue up and go onto this service yep. but shadow is slightly different that it's your pc you don't just have a queue of pcs and you use any random one it's pretty much your pc yeah it is essentially you load it up and it is pretty much as if you just bought a new pc so you can just install whatever you you need to put on there mm-hmm. and run it like you would anything else really is it windows 10 or yeah, it's windows or? 10 yeah. windows 10 so it's uh it's very easy to, to set up as well um set process was straightforward mm-hmm. did have a bit of a glitch when i tried it out but uh fortunately their uh, tech support is spot on right now and they fixed it probably within 12 hours i'd say like, I'm pretty sure I sent like the ticket in the evening. Next morning, it was sorted. Mm. Um, but yeah, just you, you boot it up and it's a PC, and it's that simple. Yeah, so it's pretty much you get a virtual desktop to exactly. log on to. So yeah. it looks like your normal Windows PC. Mm-hmm. So you test a few games on there. Yeah, I tested out um, a couple of games that don't run very well on my laptop, mm-hmm. which is things like Civilization Six, yeah, and City Skylines. The latter is especially known for. For just eating up your RAM mm-hmm. constantly. Um, it's a bit like Chrome, basically. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just tried to load those up. And it was just, it was weird because, you know, I was still using my laptop. But this stuff was just running so perfectly. Yeah. Um, just being able to play Civ Six and not have any issues with it. And just, it's running smoothly. It looks great. And it was, it was great, really. Yeah. I mean, probably the best way to describe it is something like Netflix. So it's kind mm-hmm. of, it's streamed to VC. It's a 2D representation of yeah. what the 3D PC is doing in the yeah, background, exactly. basically. Yeah. So you just get, a, here is a copy of that screen kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, like, I tested out um, Cuphead on there as well, because I wanted to see if there was any sort of controller lag or anything like that, especially because it's streaming. Did not have any issues. I was just as bad on the... Uh, <laughs> On the stream, on the stream, as I was on my normal laptop. So yeah, yeah. I mean, is you how old is your current laptop? Um, it's a few years. I mean, it's not a terrible laptop. It's mm-hmm. it's decent enough and it works for what I need it for. But there's a yeah. few games where it just will be like, I don't know what to do with this. So yeah, because I know when we was down at Egypt, they were showing it off on quite a few various devices. I think mm-hmm. they had like an iPhone showing it, an mm-hmm. iPad. A couple of Android phones, and I think somebody was using like a HP Stream laptop, which is pretty yeah. much the most basic laptop mm-hmm. you can buy now for about 100 yeah. quid. And it all seemed to be running pretty smoothly mm-hmm. on it. I think they're releasing the little standalone client, which is pretty much like a little mini Android box mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I did see them running um, one of the Tomb Raiders <clears> in there, and that seemed to be running fine, from, seemed to be running perfectly from what I saw of it. So. Yeah. So, would you recommend that kind of service if you know, haven't got the cash spare? And- yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I mean, I've been looking at getting a, piece, a gaming PC um, for a while, just haven't had the cash for it, but uh, this would be a much cheaper option. Mm-hmm. So, Cool. And you popped an article up on the Geeky Brummy yes, website? it's on their website now. So, if you go to geekybrummy.com, just check out the homepage. There'll be a little mm-hmm. article on there explaining a bit more about the service. What's going on?
It's Geeky Going Son. It is time for your week in Geek. What is going on in the local area? Key Stuff is not here this week, but he has sent in his comic of the week, which is... A million kids go into a... Toilet. Sainsbury's Express. A million kids go for a court autumnal walk with some hot flask of beverages. <laughs> <laughs> four kids go four kids go for a walk with sandwiches that feed four. <laughs> four kids make an ombre chocolate cake. <laughs> no, it's comics are Light Step Issue 1 by Milos Slavkovic for Dark Horse. It looks really interesting. And the other one was Middle West Issue 1 by Scotty Young and George Corona from Image. That is his two selections of the week. And like, if Keith was here, he'd be like, these comments are really good because the art's really good and people have drawn on them and people yeah. have written like, lines to go with the artwork and, it, and it's really inspirational and I like comics. And it was um, written by this guy who also wrote this amazing thing that you've heard of and, four and, kids drawn, in a by, and drawn by this guy who drew these amazing Keith, things that you know as well. Alright, Callum, you took it too far. You're taking yeah. the mic now. Keith <laughs> pops up an amazing article every week on the Geek Room website, which is his new comic book day selection, so there'll be more information on that. Do check it out. There's always some really cool pics. Phil Ellis is not here, and he has not given me a podcast of the week, so I'm going to steal his slot. I'm going to do YouTuber of the week, which is... Zoella! (laughs) This is not Zoella, it is Mr. Biffo, who has done a digitizer of the show. So if you don't know digitizer, because Callum won't, because he's not, so he's a child, you won't remember Teddy Text digitizer. It used to be a thing that he used to do on Channel 4, which was kind of like a gaming magazine on Teddy Text. Oh my god, like, do you remember Van Boozled? Yes, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So he did digitizer, which was pretty much a, a video game roundup of the week and it was all on teletext and now he's turned that into a YouTube series and he's pulled in some really cool YouTubers so you've got Larry Bunder Jr who's like a legend in video gaming uh, Paul Gannon from Cheap Show Podcast and Barshans and Ashens as well so some really cool retro YouTubers so do check that out the first episode went up last Sunday and the next episode will be out tomorrow so worth checking out wasn't Bamboozled the thing on like CBBC where like Shut the up. little animals no. like C- done. no no, no. C facts teletext. You're out of your element, Colin. Okay. He doesn't okay. even know yes. what teletext is. <laughs> when we explain the technology, his mind will be blown. <laughs> Lee, video game of the week. Okay, so next week is kind of a weird one for games because I think Battlefield's coming out and there's like everybody's got scared again. Everyone's got scared again. But um, it is the I did notice that uh, the console release of um, Bendy and the Ink Machine is out, and that is very interesting looking game. It's been on Steam for a while, it's been released as an episodic game. It's a horror game based sort of on old 1920s cartoons, so it's about a a, um, cartoon studio, animation studio that is abandoned and someone's gone there for some reason. And it seems like one of the cartoon characters has come to life and is so turned evil. Kind of like a cuphead style animation yes, yeah, kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, it's sort of a dark horror game, sort of bring out the darker aspects of those old cartoons. Interesting. And it's getting its console release this week. That sounds really cool. So it sounds PS4. better than Battlefield, here's another fighty fight yes, game, yeah. where you'll get spanked by some 14-year-old child who's already on pre-order for 16 weeks. Exactly. <laughs> like Callum. <laughs> <laughs> Moving back to the local area, on at the NEC 24th to 25th of November 2018, it is MCM Comic Con 
one of not our the favorite. National Pet Show. Not the <laughs> National Pet Show. It is one of our favorite events of the year. It's always really cool guests. This time, David Morrissey will be present. Jason O'Mara from the Man in High Castle. Mary McDonnell from Battlestar Galactica. She doesn't really do many conventions, so if you are chasing. Yes, check that out. Roger Aston Griffiths from Game of Thrones. Taylor Gray, who I'm really looking forward to. He's from Star Wars Rebels. He did the voice of the main character in that, so really cool guy to check out. Uh, Julian Glover, Star Wars Episode 5, and Game of Thrones as well. So, really good guest list. How is that Master Pycelle? He did the yes. little Tommy Squeaker. Yes, it is. <laughs> and Nintendo are going to be there with a the stand. Really and good. you can play Smash Brothers Ultimate. And I think there's a rumour that all 70-odd characters might yeah, I be think available to play. Including the plan. Um, I think from what from what I understand in the direct, they did say vaguely at the end that people in Europe there will be events where you can play as as all seventy four fighters, but they didn't specify which events and they haven't specified yet, so I don't know for sure. But it sounds like this could be one of those. And there's going to be loads of other Nintendo games as play. So if you get a chance, you've got to play this plan. Yeah. Unfortunately, they haven't finished the plan yet. Aren't they? Yeah, it's going to be like a post. Sort of thing. Also going on on the 19th of November 8pm it is Roger Taylor's Queen Extravaganza UK tour produced by Brian May and Roger Taylor. What did we learn about Freddie Murphy last week, Alan? Um, he was in some band with some guy <laughs> so, and, and two other guys. John Deacon. So if you don't know what the Queen Extravaganza is, is the official tribute band handpicked by Roger Taylor and Brian May. Oh God. So they put this together, I think it was 2014, 2015, and it was online auditions, and they're returning for a series of shows. Uh, Queen Extravaganza, described by Roger Taylor as a rock celebration in a royal tradition. Yeah, of course he's going to say that when the money stops coming to his bank. It's designed to enable new fans, together with fans of old, to celebrate the music of Queen. They'll be playing 16 shows across England and Scotland, beginning at the end of October 2018 in Edinburgh, and the tour finishing in London on November 22nd. So that'll be the 19th of November at Birmingham Symphony Hall and Symphony Hall is an amazing venue if you've ever been there it's got really great acoustics so great place to see bands on the 23rd of November the Electric Cinema Shock and Gore presents Suspiria Piss, drool, <laughs> and blood. Um, Starring Dakota Johnson, Tilda Swinton, Mia Goyth, Jessica Harper, and Chloe Grace Moritz. You may have to go see the electric because I heard a rumor that Cineworld are only showing in seven of their cinemas, but they'll show uh, every screen under the sun with that cretin Johnny Depp in uh, his big new The Crimes of Grindel Crud. So, do you watch Cineworld? Shame on you for not showing Suspiria and letting Johnny Depp's face. I mean, I don't mind Johnny Depp, but it's shame on you for letting Hamley's face across every cinema in. Across your land, and you're not going to show some class like Suspiria. Disgusting. Shame on yourselves. Call me by your name, director Luca Guadagnino. Something like that. Anyway, unleashes his primal reimagining of Dario Argenti's classic in this nightmarish blood soaked delve into the human psyche. Not blood soaked, is it? Yes. On from Friday the 16th to Sunday the 18th of, no- of November, the Mockingbird turns two. Yep. Olden and Callan. Yes. <laughs> Great cinema. They are showing Fantastic Beast ones and Fantastic Beast, the ridiculously overlong title, and you will get a free bag of popcorn at the bar plus forty percent off draft points. Claim your ticket from their Facebook page. And one more thing to book ahead, Thursday the fifth to Sunday the eighth of December, Marvel Universe Live. Which Callan will be going to with an appropriate guardian. <laughs> 
That sounds fun. Uh, it's the Age of Heroes bringing together the Avengers, Spider-Man, and new fan favorites, the Guardians of the Galaxy, to stop, Loki, to stop Loki in his quest to rule the universe. So check that out at marveluniverselive.com. Nice. Our website is there, and that is your geeky goings-on for this week. Before we end the show yes. this week... I'd like to ask everybody what what good lifestyle advice you got this week. What what are you going to take away from this show? When it gets cold outside, wear a jumper. Just making sure that I always have a hot drink to hand. To make a sandwich. I think for me, it's just make sure that I change my duvet throughout the year <laughs> and to make sure I've got frozen you... froze around and get the flannels and out. Do not forget to check your TOG rating to make sure yeah. you have the appropriate level of duvet on at any time. And if you have guests over, you know, just make sure that you give them everything can the kitchen sink. Yes. Your Make them a full is... English in the morning. Your house is a hotel now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Geeky Brummy podcast this week. Lee, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cheap Ferret, where I will talk games and rubbish. Guy, where can we find you online? Uh, I'm back on the records a little bit, so... I see you posted the White Album, I which did, is the I most did. boring cover <laughs> ever to put onto Instagram. And then Keith, uh, Keith messaged me saying, like, that's a bit dull, isn't it? So I did, like, a really crap writing, the Beatles, and it, and then <laughs> like, in crap written. And he it. come back and said, that's still more work than the graphic designer yeah. put in. <laughs> Uh, the White Album is a beautiful piece of work. I, when I was listening to it, I had to skip Obla Dee, Obla Dark. Life goes on. Oh, oh God, it's the oh, worst life song. Life goes on. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm back on the Insta, which is at Final Guy Hate. Have you renamed it after the amount of Twitter abuse Baba you got goose, last week? Baba Goose, Baba Baba Goose. <laughs> Do you do the Fandango? <laughs> you can you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter! Twitter! Is that like Red Tube? Well, <laughs> but said... for youths. <laughs> Well, it's a place where like people who call their company Baba Goose go sign so, yeah. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at And Snapchat. No, my Snapchat. I was gonna do my Snapchat in a minute. Twitter and Instagram at Baba Audio. B-A-B-A. And on Look at him, he's so Baba. proud, isn't he? Baba Audio! <laughs> Baba yeah, Audio. You can find Callan's mugshot on the local police station. <laughs> Look for the guy wearing the hat that says Splendid or whatever it says. You can find Callan Danes on this one, episode four of Nathan Barley <laughs> in the background, jumping up and down. Callan, you need to get like a geek pie haircut. Go home and Google a geek pie. Get that oh, where can you find your Snapchat? Find, you can find my Snapchat at K Dane. No one cares. One. You can find me. <laughs> Being handed divorce papers <laughs> after this incident tonight. You can find me giving lifestyle advice <laughs> on YouTube at. Well, you can find Geeky Brummy, the podcast now available on YouTube at YouTube Geeky Brummy. Give it a search. You can find me at Ryan Parrish. You can find Brummy Gone Mond, which is my foodie stuff. And you can find us all at Geeky Brummy on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, geekybrummy.com and on YouTube at Geeky Brummy. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell all your friends about how amazing our podcast is. Right then, let's go play a game around us. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to support Geeky Brummy, you can help support us at ko-fi.com slash geekybrummy. That is ko-fi.com geekybrummy.